I recently shared on my social media pages about how one in five Americans is diagnosed with a mental health disorder, but I think that number is totally skewed. Let me tell you why. What's up, guys? My name is Jacqueline, and I am your host. I am a full-time mental health therapist and founder of Team Therapeutic Fitness. I swear like a sailor, rarely use my filter, and I'm committed to sharing with you all the stuff they probably should have taught us in school. Today's episode is all about breaking down some barriers around mental health, and I'm so fucking excited. So let's just jump right in. So it's true. Recent studies have guesstimated that about one in five Americans suffers with a mental health disorder, but I don't think that's true. I don't think that is accurate at all. So first of all, we all have mental health. Some of us are more mentally healthy than others, but to some extent, we all have it. We all have worries and fears and we get sad and depressed and We have these things, right? But the difference is only some of us seek treatment. If I had not made that decision six months, eight months ago to go see a therapist, I may never have been diagnosed. And so then I would be walking around as just another American who is going undiagnosed and not a part of that calculation. So when I think about how many people, because of stigma or judgment or fear, don't go to therapy or ever receive a diagnosis, makes me think that that number would be a lot higher if they did. So... Bottom line, what makes a person go to therapy and receive a diagnosis? And how come we all aren't just diagnosed with different mental health stuff? Having a mental health diagnosis literally just means that something in your brain, in your body, is disrupting your life. So for me, it was the constant panic attacks, the overwhelming worry that limited what I was doing and how I was behaving. It was coming out as anger and irritability and all the stuff I've shared with you guys. It was disrupting my life and it still does sometimes. And so that is the difference between someone who is mentally healthy and um, has good coping skills and is able to manage and someone who is struggling like I was and still am and why I'm still going to therapy. So I get this question all the time, like I should probably be in therapy, but I don't really know. So first of all, we all try to minimize our problems. We're all like, well, it's not as bad as Carol. So I, I probably don't need to go. It's, it's not, I'm, you know, I'm not homeless. I, you know, have a roof over my head. I have people who care about me. It's not that bad. I probably am fine. Maybe I'm just overreacting. I get that. I was there. And you guys know that being a therapist and going to therapy, it just felt fucked up. It felt like something was wrong with me that I was like, how, like, what a fucking hypocrite. Like, how can I be treating people when I can't even manage my own mental health? But the thing is, therapists, we are in this to help. Like literally that is what we're here for. And so I was being more of a hypocrite by struggling through these things and not going to get the help. So I encourage anyone who's listening to this, who feels like 
my mental health is disrupting my life, whether it be panic attacks, whether it be that you isolate and you don't have much of a social life because we've talked about this, the difference between isolating and being an introvert. Like I'm very introverted and I need to be alone and recharge and whatever. But if it has gotten to the point where it was unhealthy, the amount that I would just hide in my house. And so you have to really look at your life and where you're at with things and you might need a professional opinion because that might not be normal and there might be a solution and someone out there who can help you work through that. I get that question all the time of like, how did you know when you needed to go to therapy? If you're asking, you probably need to go. And even if you think life is grand, everything is perfect, sunshine and rainbows, you could still talk to a therapist. Like, we all have shit. We all have baggage. We carry it around with us 24-7. And unless you've lived under a rock your entire life, you've had shit happen to you. And if you lived under a rock your entire life, then you definitely got shit because that's fucked up. But... Everybody, it doesn't matter how mentally healthy or mentally ill you are, we can all use that person, that non judgmental, unbiased voice and sounding board. Because half the time, you guys, and I don't know, maybe this is a therapist in me, but I go in there and I'm like, oh, things are good. I don't really have much today. And then those end up being the days where I am like word vomiting. I'm asking for her opinion, I'm asking for her feedback. I'm asking her questions, but I'm really just using her as a sounding board because I always end up coming to my own conclusions about what I need to do or why this is happening, what triggered my anxiety or whatever. So sometimes it's just nice to have even that, that person who is not your spouse or significant other. It's not your best friend. It's not your mom. It's literally just an unbiased third party that you can talk to about literally anything, anything. And so it doesn't really matter if you feel like you got your shit together or not. I encourage you big time to go see a therapist and don't try and give me the, I had a really bad experience once and blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? There are a million and one different therapists out there. So it's like that one time you bought a shitty car and you had to go buy a new one the next week. Like you didn't just say, well, I had a shitty car, so I'm just never going to drive again. No, you got out there and you chose a different car. It's just like that. When I chose this therapist, I had researched her online. I had decided based on, you know, I had to think about um, where I potentially want to work in the future if I don't want to work at my clinic anymore. If like I'm going to go get a job somewhere, obviously I have to choose somewhere that I'm not trying to work in the future. And so I had to look at that. I had to look at what kind of her specialty was and everything. So I researched her, but I also went into our first session thinking if this isn't right, I'll give it a couple sessions and then I'll move on and try something else. Like I have to click with her. And within the first 10 minutes, I was crying and I told her, I adore you. This is going to be a great fit. (laughs) And so sometimes it works out the first try and sometimes it doesn't, but you have to go into it being very open to that. Because really guys, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're mentally well or mentally you're struggling. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you realize you are a priority in your life and you deserve to take care of yourself. So sometimes I go in there and I'm just 
like I remember my fourth or fifth session and I had been coming down off of having this streak of crazy intense panic attacks and I went in there and this was when we were meeting weekly and I went in there and I said I didn't have a fucking panic attack this week and I started crying and she was like so full of joy and excitement for me because she was like you've grown and we got to process like what I was able to do and we got to celebrate that moment together so it's not like every time I go in there it's just this like sob fest and it's really hard and trying and whatever like we worked up to that because now we're really processing through some deep shit but it sometimes it was just going in there talking about the surface level stuff getting her to be that strong um presence in my life of just someone who was really stable and could give me really solid feedback and give me a space to be really reflective on my journey and so sometimes it's just having that space to be totally 100% raw and vulnerable and putting yourself out there because guys that's where the fucking growth and change happens So I don't care if you're like, but things are good right now. Like I have a good job and I love my family and like it's summer. Like it's, I don't have time for that. Bullshit. Because you keep putting it off and that's going to come around and bite you in the ass. Long story short, put yourself first. Make a therapy appointment if you're even considering it. Most insurances pay for it. So what is your excuse? You might have a $20 copay. Pay the $20. You won't regret it. I really hope you guys will consider taking your mental health and emotional wellness seriously and taking this next step. And you know, I'm here every step of the way. You can tell me about it. I would love to hear. Or have you been to therapy in the past and found it helpful? I would love to hear that too. But you guys know what to do. Take a screenshot. Tag me on Instagram, at The Anxious Therapist. I hope you love this episode. I hope you will put yourself first. I fucking love you guys, and I'll catch you back here so soon.